I hope I am able to put the question in the right way. Yes. So let's just uh, let me have a try. Yes. Um, what I realize is uh, that I go quite regularly to meditation retreats mm. for decades. Yeah, for <laughs> decades. <laughs> mm. I've uh, met Christopher for the first time, uh, I think, 27 years ago or so. And mm. so I was saying that. Um, but what I also realize is that um, my meditation practice goes mm. in cycles like this. Yes. Um, I would not even say that uh, I do not make any progress. No. I'm not self-punish uh, <laughs> that much. But I realize uh, I go into retreats, I have good intentions, I have clear mm. mind. And after some time, I start smoking again. Mm -hmm. Right now, I'm on the way to stop smoking mm -hmm. for the tenth time or so. Yes. Um, and some lifestyle which is uh, busy and uh, alcohol and uh, mm -hmm. things that uh, I know who, uh, that are not too good for mm -hmm. mindfulness. Mm -hmm. So. Um, I don't know if <laughs> yes, this is a question. <laughs> uh, how to kick myself in my ass? <laughs> the question maybe. Um, but maybe you asking me to do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's going to be a bit hard for you to do it. <laughs> if you take it Nobody raises hands, so <laughs> so they take my chance. Uh, um, okay. There is some. Mm -hmm some system in it, I guess, and the system is that I um, I run away from mm -hmm. being mindful in difficult situations, I guess. Yeah. And we were talking about right understanding, um, right concentration, and it gave me a lot that you explained right concentration is not willpower. Yes. So if I decide, and I did so, and I had many problems after retreats to make a schedule, mm. and I get up very early, I don't take sugar anymore, I <laughs> make practice for one hour, and so on. Mm. And I got in deep trouble by this, yes, because I, I enclosed myself in a prison. So mm. I know it's a question about right concentration, yeah. not push not kicking <laughs> so yeah, sure. much. Um, this this light quality of being concentrated in a relaxed mind. Yes. And if I'm mindful, it works beautiful. Yes. I don't need cigarettes. I don't need uh, other stuff. But these cycles remain. Yeah. So maybe. I'm just um, uh, try to come in from. Uh, uh, two or three uh, uh, angles. Um, the first in the, is the specifics, and the specifics here: um, uh, uh, cigarette and uh, uh, alcohol. That given everything, but some. Would you like to be more specific? So the more specific, you don't have to be. We can switch this thing off or whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> How many cigarettes a day? What, what, what are we talking here about cigarette smoking? Forty. Forty? You're, you're, a, you're a serious smoker. I'm a smoker, yes. You're a smoker. <laughs> Alcohol? Oh, the last time... <laughs> I'm good if it's a half bottle, but uh, it can be one. Of what? A red wine. Of red wine? Mm. All right. How, what's the frequency? In half a bottle? A day. Mm, right. <laughs> You're feeling hot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, does the, the quantity, and thank you for your uh, openness and honesty here, so it's a, a major step in itself. Does the um, 
is the sense that there is just the movement of the habit with a certain rough approximate quantity that's going along or is the sense it increases due to pressure stress or yes. is it is it way oh yes mm. Mm. i can stop I, i'm 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 lucky to say that i'm i don't feel like an alcoholic no i come here i don't drink no problems no, no problems no. if i'm mindful no problems but it's, uh, it goes along with stress and uh, drinking alcohol means uh, to come down in the evening yes have a nice clip all right um just to yeah to um, have a busy day life and yes yeah and and then i'm very exaggerated so all right it makes me come down so the cigarette if i just get want to catch it with what the relationship is with the emotion the cigarette smoking is part of the speediness of the day yes so that gets you tense and wired up and then the alcohol is to counteract it more or less in the evening and then you move between these two mm. what's the uh, longest you've gone without cigarettes the longest one longest that you have gone without the cigarette oh I mean, what, um when i die here i guess pun One, one and a half, half year. year. Mm. That was after India. <laughs> I had a good time in India. And yes. Um, it, the mindfulness lasted longer than usually. All right. Usually. All mm. right. Mm. And, and then, and then the habit of, the, of it kicked back. Yeah, and I decided to to go on a um, career way and job. So mm. um, life had become more. Um, mm. Tactic. And what, what's the the career now? I'm in in the university. Yeah. I'm a professor for literature and media. Yes. yes. Now thinking about um, a changing place. Yes. Yeah. Which is uh, something that makes me come to you and ask because uh, I see a big opportunity in changing the place. Mm. And this is for. Maybe, I, I don't know if you can translate it in English. Media aesthetics, it's uh, not so much about mass media as I understand it, mm. but uh, about what you teach, about how we perceive, how yes. our sense doors function. That's, these are media, and y yes, I find it a very big opportunity to uh, to teach about yes. these things. Beautiful. So um, you, lo you love Goethe, don't you? Yeah. Do you remember? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. Um, the uh, <clears throat> there can be the outer change, you know, and the mm -hmm. potential for that. Is there is there any potential for a corresponding inner change, leaving something so. behind? Good yeah. work in its old form as a professor, and correspondingly, really. Lowering or leaving behind yeah. the, the what goes along with it. That's why I don't give myself up. <laughs> you don't give yourself up? Um, because I see some qualities that have uh, arisen in mm. the last years. Mm. I, I'm more and more into teaching. Mm. And I feel my ability to be em empathetic. Yes. Uh, yeah, young people, that grows very much. Mm, beautiful. Right now, I run a seminar on the mediality of silence. The <laughs> of silence. Of silence. <laughs> um, Schweigen. Yeah. Um, so, I'm happy with yes. things I'm doing. That's yeah, that's, okay. that's a good, good, And, good attitude. Um, you were asking what I feel about the, the change. Yes. Uh, maybe I can't leave behind habits uh, that yes. I'm into uh, trouble with colleagues or these habits with uh, oh, too, mm. too much hectic I, I drink and mm. every day the same yeah. um, ritual so maybe um, by changing I can can make a bigger change to say 
Okay, new start, new place, yes. new cards. <laughs> yes, yes, mm. of course. The the um, um, what what's the the if there's an exaggerated habit, whatever it, whether whatever it, whatever it might be, the external so important, but cigarettes or alcohol, but whatever it is, what's the sense for you is the the cost, the price. But what is it that you don't like about it, or you much prefer to be free from? What is it? What is it about these two substances that you say that I would prefer? This was not so much in my life. Forty cigarettes a day, a half a bottle, or maybe more of the, of the red wine. What's the voice inside about which says, oh, no. The voice who says no? Yes, the voice who says no. What's, what's, oh, where does that come from? That's very difficult. Um, hmm. Ooh, that's very ambivalent. Um, I have this voice that says no, mm -hmm. but I have the other voice voice inside me that says oh this was your father's no mm. uh, your father that means mm. um, I can be very rigid and just say no to just anything mm. and uh, there's another self who says Peter don't be so uh, strict with yourself. Right. Be more nice with you. Today is Friday. You had a <laughs> hard work. Uh, one glass, maybe. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So uh, this no is is very unclear. I must say. Yes. It's not so. No. So the no, the father's voice is mm -hmm. the act of the will. Is it? Which you resist. Yeah, the, this is putting a, yourself uh, under pressure. Ego, will, power, and I, I no, no. Mm. So then, if the, if the if one doesn't want to go the act of the will, then the voice then shifts over. Right. Well, maybe it's you know, right. you know, be soft yeah. and kind with A myself. little ecstasy is good. Yeah. Life is a dance, and don't yeah. take it too seriously. Yeah. Um, the difficulty is that there's a kind it can be um, with both substances a bit of a, a long-term incubation period. I mean, in other words, sure. health can appear fine and well. The passage of years goes by, and my doctor al already says, uh, if I don't smoke, uh, to stop no, immediately, I will have an immediate problem. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So, but that n the habit may be much stronger than the knowledge. Knowledge is... Knowledge is, is uh, not really the problem. Maybe no. understanding is uh, the problem. Yes. I, I know it, but I don't, don't look through it. Enough, no. I guess. Mm. The, uh, but with, with both, any kind of habit is a kind of substitute or compensation for something else. That habit is uh, often us running back to the old because there is not enough um, energy or creativity or something else. So we go back to what was known and familiar. And habit is just that going back to, and of course it can be on a daily basis or with some habits, of course, on an hourly basis, the smoking. Uh, habit. If it's not going to be the act of will, because it will be stopping and starting, what would something else would have to come in, mm. develop and cultivate and come in more? So the interest in the old, which is the habit, which is the conditioning, which is the addiction, actually gets less because something fresh is coming in. What, what's, yeah. what's the freshness that needs to come in? I think there is some some chance to some chance. to get uh, the the real substitute for smoking and, mm. and things. 
Just what might that be? What might be the, yeah. the substitute, the, the, the healthy response? To, to put it in a, in a very simple yeah. uh, uh, picture, I'm the, the youngest of five brothers. So mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's very uh, clear that all we five, we uh, were longing for the love of the mother. We, we never yes. got enough mm. mother and never enough from food on Sunday and then so yes. And uh, <laughs> I, I was the youngest, so <laughs> no chance. Yeah, all right. Um, so I, 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 I'm quite clear, this is my addicted habit. To, I, I get something. Yes. And uh, I'm also quite clear if I'm... In, in a loving environment, I, I can accept myself, mm -hmm. I, I'm fine with others. Uh, this addictive thing gets less. Gets less. Mm. So this is love emotion, I think, is, is, uh, key. has to do with it. Mm. And also, um, I, I realize when, when, I, when I do my, my regular uh, things, one hour in the morning for have a meditative yes. walk or so, These days are different, so mm. um, healthy and lovely um, atmospheres yes. that I give to me, mm. they uh, put down the, the smoking. So, when, so being here, which is mm -hmm. a healthy and loving atmosphere, does the issue of alcohol and smoking arise very much? Yes, uh, right while I'm sitting here, I wonder if I uh, go after this inquiry hour in the forest to have one last cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> Because it's some sort of stress. <laughs> right. But it's, uh, I have a nicotine plaster on my body. I do? Yes. And uh, anyone who needs uh, um, advice, This helps a lot. This helps a lot. It does help a lot. Still, the um, the thought arises, but less, not very big problem. No. Mm -hmm. So one, just in kind of tracking and following the process, where there's relaxation and uh, presence and uh, love around you, then the interest level and the connection level is much stronger. Therefore, you don't have to. Yeah. So, and when you get disconnected from the present, which we, mm -hmm. we all do in different ways, then you're more likely to reach. So the the taking of the cigarette is a means to feel more energized or more alive or more. And do things that are not um, not present. Yes. Yeah, uh, this is a typical smoker every time somewhere else. Yes. Not here, this is the action. Mm. The, the, um, what about um, um, either in the past or in the present um, being in a relationship? How does the, the, the woman feel about kissing a heavy duty smoker? <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, um, my girlfriend is a heavy smoker. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! <laughs> so, really? Yeah, that's uh, like meeting like. Uh, maybe we, we uh, get a problem when I uh, come back and will say, uh, "Oh, I stop." Uh, how do you think about it? Um, but is I she, can't. Is she on the forty-year day? Pardon? Is she as many as you? Not so many. Not so many. But enough. Enough. Um, yeah. mm. 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 But I, I know this problem. I, I think yes. uh, it's okay if others smoke and I do not smoke. I, I don't feel others responsible for my non-smoking. No. That, that, that's not the case. They can mm. smoke if, if I'm not a smoker. Yes. The difficulty is the witnessing of others, especially when it is who is close to you, will give conscious and unconscious reminders. The very smoke, mm. won't it? That, that's, that's, it's more, it's not about being judgmental or anything like that, but just you know, the smoke stimulates the, the cells, your cells, and gives you a reminder of the, 
temporary pleasure of the smoke, of smoking. That's, that's the challenge. Yeah, it's a challenge, but uh, if one is through this, <laughs> one has to go through as a, non, as a fresh non-smoker. Yes. Uh, I don't uh, see it's a big problem. No. It's rather um, a way that I see, oh, poor guy, he has to live in this... Uh, um, fork or other time. So, so if I'm if I'm clean, it's it's not so much. No, that's your problem. It's it's more myself mm. that are becoming more nervous and so. Mm. Mm. Quite often, I was just speaking to a friend recently, a woman friend, who's um, a writer, and again mm. smokes a lot. You know, computers. Articles, books, etc., lighting up and And she said she went through um, three or four weeks of hell mm. in the stopping of the smoking there. Um, but when she got past those uh, first few weeks and all the irritation, the anger, the negativity, and the desire, of course. Then after that, she really be- the benefit and the sense of well-being started to come in. In the past, the same for you? Is it, is yes. It, is the smoking a resistance to going through the experience, the, 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 the pain? Of course, I, I know not the smoking. pain very much. Yeah. And it's about the same job. I have to write and sit on the computer the whole yes. day. And uh, this is an activity that um, takes the energy not from the present. You're thinking of something somewhere. Yes. And I, I don't know any writer who is not an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> it's very common. Yeah, uh, yeah, yes, in this, I know. Uh, profession and also smoking. <laughs> So <laughs> don't take up writing. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, and I I also recognize it's wrong thinking when I thought I need this as a stimulus. Yes, it's definitely not um, that I'm more creative when I smoke. It's no. it's no. not true. No. Many people think like this because it keeps you yes. going, but it's not. Uh, creative act. So I can imagine to be free and maybe to to work differently. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It would um, um, mean the common the common factor with alcohol and drugs is um, hand and mouth, isn't it? Yes. Consuming. Yeah. Through Mm -hmm. here. Um, and there may need to be because the habit of reaching out to take to consume reaching out to take consume may require some other may do some other intermediary Mm. and um, that uh, because sometimes it happens almost like a, a motorized response, you just you just in terms of the practical, both water may have to be the substitute, mm. and um, and you may have to um, uh, carry the water around with you. Yeah, everywhere something's got to break. If you want to break the habit, something has to uh, come in. I, I think this is a very good idea. <laughs> I, I read in a, a, a book about uh, giving up smoking. I have many books, <laughs> of course. Yeah. Uh, drink water, and, and this was one of the best helps. Yeah, it, uh, to consume things and, and not consume sweets. <laughs> yeah, course. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Create another oh. whole area, mm. uh, and a little bit of it is just at the elemental level. Mm. The body is also searching for heat. It's, it's air element, but it's heat, fire, yeah. uh, smoke. And the water element is, is the antidote. 
to it as well. It helps to take the heat out of the cells, the burning, the wanting, and and the heat out of the out of the smoke. So it has a, a balancing a function as well. And of course, with uh, water, it's cleansing and purifying, washing the cells, and it also acts as an antidote to the addictive aspects with regard to the alcohol. No. <laughs> or, as I, or as I sometimes say, you know, Jesus um, uh, converted the, the water into wine. Um, if, if the Buddha was into such tricks, he would have converted the wine into water. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I come in. Yeah, I come in. Yes, right. right. <laughs> um, how many cigarettes have you got here with you? Well, um, <laughs> I could have said none, because yesterday I smoked the last one. <laughs> Today, at noontime, mm-hmm. I thought, oh, Peter, don't make so much stress. <laughs> you smoke just one, just uh, to feel free of all these uh, <laughs> inner uh, conflicts. So, um, right now... Um, no, they are not here. <laughs> <laughs> Could be too dangerous to bring them along. Um, yeah. What would you? <laughs> maybe we can make a deal. <laughs> a deal. <laughs> Negotiate. <laughs> Go on. What's the deal? Tomorrow, the last. Tomorrow. <laughs> no deal. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, no, no. Maybe. It's like they say in India, cash today, credit tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) Um, One last to think about finishing? Go, go, go. You spoke for a few seconds, but you didn't answer the question at all. Mm. How many cigarettes? I do I have with me? Uh, today I, I bought a, a, a packet. Today so you bought a packet? Yeah. yeah. All right. And how many in the packet? Uh, uh, 20. 20. And still 20. Had one? Two? Well, uh, I took one. Just mm. took one, 19. So how about uh, you're engaging in a, a small ritual in the forest? <laughs> and uh, one of the staff would give you a shovel and you go to the burial of this packet of cigarettes you just go to their funeral you find a nice quiet place in the forest indeed, with all 19 all 19? all 19 Christopher no <laughs> No, re- no, not a single rebirth of a uh-huh. single cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you one uh, thing uh, to finish, and uh, I'm grateful for this idea. Mm. Um, when I was in a very, very bad health condition, yes. I was on the o- operation desk already, mm. and mm. they, they uh, looked for my veins; they were all yes. or closed. Mm. And there were three chief doctors around me, and they said, "Oh, it's looking bad. You, you're going to lose your arm." Well. And I said, "Okay, make your operation, but let me have a smoke." That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just to make you uh, yeah, understand yeah. that uh, my promise to go to this burial ritual, I will do. Yes. Honestly, and it's a big, big... Uh, <laughs> yeah, I can appreciate Well, n- nicotine for human beings is the most addictive substance of all substances. The m- most addictive. It's a tough, very tough one to, uh, uh, to uh, get uh, ri- rid of. And it's, you know, it's a compensation, a very poor one, but it's a compensation for many other things. Um... But the, the other senses, 
will need to be developed and cultivated mm. a lot, lot, lot more than they currently are. Mm. Otherwise, the habit is running to yeah. the mouth at the expense of being nourished by the eyes and nourished by the ears and nourished by the smells and nourished by the touch and nourished by action and nourished by nature, etc. And all of that's getting neglected and forgotten yeah. in moments of pressure or stress. And the, and the rationalizing, rationalized thought is, oh, I'll just have one and I'll start tomorrow. I'll just have... Mm. And this thought is the killer punch. Yes, this is the killer punch. This is, this is mm. because we don't put three cigarettes in our mouth at the same time. You know, we, mm. you know it's one. And so the mind says, oh, just one. Uh, there. And that, that's the, 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 the maya in the inner life. It's the delusion, it's the self-deception. The, just the one and the further we go as the Buddha said from the present the more we wander into Mara's field so whenever we say oh I'll, I'll start tomorrow or the day after further it's from the present the there's a weakening of the capacity the power the love the interest there because we're putting it away you, all you've got is now, and it has to. Has to it's, it's kind of now or never. All the rest is just running away from uh, it. The uh, so let, let us know <laughs> when you've gone to the cremation of the last packet of cigarettes. There, no rebirth. I will do. All right, very good. <laughs> And uh, keep water close at hand. <laughs> hmm? Fill your wine bottles up with water. <laughs> <laughs> right, thank you. Yes, anyone, anytime. With the re recording? Just worrying about my English. <laughs> <laughs> Your English. Yes. Yeah, um, it's something which arose uh, in the afternoon after your talk. Yes. And it's about uh, my work situation. Yes. Mm -hmm. Working as a social worker. Yes. In family welfare. Mm -hmm. Can you hear right at the back? Okay, yeah, go on. Um, mm. Yeah, and there are points determination, like, um, as you said, um, nobody can choose in which family mm. you're born, no, parents, right. etc. And I see a lot of children who are growing in mm. not very nice, healthy mm. situations. Mm. And my job is to help them, mm. but at the same time, to watch them if it is still okay. Yes. Or if we have to react mm. and get them out. Yeah, yeah, tough job. And that's sometimes very hard, even mm. to decide is it still okay or not, to drop my own opinion about mm. how to care for children. Mm. So I not really have to drop it, but um, mm. yeah. I know, I know of um, <coughs> people in the area of social work who are engaged in similar work uh, as, as yourself and their telephone number has to be ex-directory and they have to go to the homes and assess and view the situation and make judgments whether it's safe for the children to stay with the family or whether the children have to be moved out mm. for their well, own safety. I am one step after that. I'm not the first one no. who's checking. I I get the job if somebody said, okay, that family needs help, so you come and try to help them. Mm. But still, I have to, not only to help, I have <coughs> to watch. And if I uh, tell them it's not okay in that family, so yes. you have to write everything. About, about of course. That. 
What What's the most difficult aspect of the job? What 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 do you find the most challenging? Going to meet a family, file a report. What, mm. what, what's the hardest thing about it? Um, to stay empathetic. To say uh, empathetic. Yes. Yeah, close. In, yeah. Um, because well, um, normally when I, I come first time, second time, etc. to a family, um, I mostly I see that the parents really want the best for their children. Yeah. But because of their own history or some circumstances, mm. it's even for the parents. It's there has there are some reasons why it is like that. Yeah. And on that point, I'm really empathetic, and I mm. understand them, and I can show them. Okay, now the situation is like that, but we can try to mm. do something. But when time is going, um, it mostly it's. Or sometimes it's very hard to do even the first steps. Yeah. And so maybe I'm sometimes not, there's not um, enough um, geduld. Patient. Patient. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I have, at the moment, I have one family which is somehow difficult, so that's how. Going, going through. Yeah. The different aspects of this one, of course, is that parents will generally will think and will believe these are our children or these are my children, and I know what's best for them. And the view that the state and the social workers should not interfere, and they will wish to keep kind of control or in charge of their own children. You know, so the possessive, these are my children, is one factor. There's also there's the history of the emotional connection and the biological, the blood line, all, all, of, uh, all of that. And then the social worker has to come in and try to have and see what the behaviour is. And um, in in the West, values and ethics are very, very much based almost exclusively on behavior. This is the, the construct that we have in the West. Behavior determines the person. Uh, there. What, 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 what sort of signals do you... What, what, what tells you something is wrong? When you, you go and you... Mm. What, 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 are, what are you looking for in considering do the children stay at home or do the children go somewhere else it's <laughs> a hard question yeah, 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 yeah. there are um, pages of lists which we can use pages of lists yeah, 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 yeah. To, they, they tell us to make it easier yes so uh, many, many items you can look, okay, is that, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no. Mm. But I'm not using it because it's, um, well, I do one case in, in winter time. I had a family with a small baby where it was very clear after some, after some weeks that the baby can't stay there. No. It was really too, yeah, no question. Yeah. Maybe it would survive, but uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. Um, but uh, like now, I have uh, one very problematic family. The, the young mother, she was uh, a chunky. Now she's on a substitute. Her baby is uh, only eight months, and she's pregnant again. Um, she's smoking all the time. And uh, even she wanted to kick me out because I, I said sometimes that um, what we can do that she will smoke a bit less. And uh, so it's so, but most problematic in, in families like that is I see many things which I uh, mm. 
I nearly can't stop yeah. say something about it, but if I tell them too much, she will get... Of course, absolutely. Yeah. Or she'll feel judged. Yeah, sure. And that's, that's a big problem. Yeah. I can imagine there must be many, many cases where the, uh, the perception uh, as the, the example mother with uh, addictions, eight month old baby, pregnant again, smoking a lot the, the, the climate and the culture can't be easy to be present in there and somehow in spite of all of that, in spite of all of that one is trying to find some light, some avenue, some some other some kind of connection which doesn't place in this case the mother in the reactive state. Mm, yeah, sure. Because that's why the addiction's there in the first mm. place. It's a reaction against authority, externalization. Mm. Internal. How how do how do you deal with it when you you feel a lot of natural concern for the condition of the baby of the of the mother, the pregnancy or, or whatever? How do you respond to that when you're in such a person's place, their home? Well, at the the first meetings, I. I don't talk about the problematic no. items. No. Mm. And um, what would you talk about? What would you? Yeah, about their hopes and uh, yeah, their yeah their connection with the child mm. and what we are planning. And, yes. Mm -hmm. uh, and what we think in which uh, part of life we need help. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Nice. Nice. And. I tell them that I believe, and I really believe that, that even if it's hard, but she can make a change mm. yeah, in small steps. Yes. So that I'm not coming here and say, okay, yes, blah, 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 all no. these problems, so I think it would be very hard. Well, maybe we can take your child. Yeah, of course not. No. And even I don't believe that. But yeah, there's some point where I'm helpless. Yes. Because she, like that uh, example, she's so addicted, but she really loves her, her little daughter, mm. and she she has so big hopes and plans. And yes. Uh, How old is she in this case? This uh, 24. Mm. Tough one. And I'm I'm thinking of um, who is who is in that position to decide in which situation it's okay to. Yes. Leave a baby to leave the children, yeah? mm. and when uh, it's not okay. Yes. Because I can't um, tell somebody how to educate a child. No, no, no. <coughs> the, the, these uh, areas genuinely I can mm. hear from you. Uh, very, very sensitive there. Mm. And it's a little bit the uh, nourishing and giving support to the loving intentions of the mother and to find ways to have access to that. And, and that will mean she, the mother, has the trust in you. Because the initial response, social worker, will often mean fear. Yeah, yeah. Social worker means there's something wrong with me. Social worker means maybe the social worker is going to take my baby away. Social work, you know, it, it, the archetype of the image. And somehow your person, your, as a person, as a woman, as, as a friend, as a, as a person with warmth and care, somehow that's got to move through. So the image she has of you mm -hmm. 
which is essentially the door knocking is the threat, there's a possibility. So all her defensivenesses will be up and somehow you've got to get past through, through that, that she sees you rather than the label which is hanging in front of you. Mm-hmm. Of course I'm trying not to. Yeah, I'm sure you are, of yeah. course, yes. Yeah. But, um, yeah, we are at the point where I can't be an, yeah, empathetic. Or no. Yeah. Uh, it, 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 either way, either the, the family is broken up, essentially, child is taken away from the parent or parents, or the staying with and having the trust will carry with it some element of risk. Mm. That's for sure. And that's, uh, uh, that that's goes with that kind of um, work and task and responsibility that, that, that you have. And if you in the communication... <laughs> you can't take away that from me now. <laughs> What's that? The risk. The risk. <laughs> yeah, you can. The risk, r- r- you have the job with all the responsibility that yeah. goes with it. It also means yeah. the risk has to go uh, with, with it as well. That's, that, that's the, uh, definitely the challenge for you. There is no easy answer whatsoever. Obviously, I agree that... that the prescriptions which are given, mm. you know, what all the signs, mm. often stops the intuition. Mm. It's mm-hmm. the, it's the behavioural, rationalisation, conceptual approach. Mm. I think you have to live. That's the social worker's mm. memory, and if much as possible, you have to it's listening somewhere else, something mm. deeper, yeah. and mm-hmm. and and uh, trusting, trusting in that. It's a very, very difficult task, but maybe, maybe some love and feeling of safety will emerge for the mother and happiness. Something will emerge. And babies, I have to say, even with, um, you know, whether the mother is smoking and the baby's in the room or the baby in the house, there's a certain resilience understand the word resilience, mm-hmm. certain strength, a certain mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that sometimes babies and uh, young children live in the most difficult of environments, but still, nevertheless, can still flower. Mm-hmm. I know that, and I'm saying that again and again, yes. but it's hard to sit in that room. <laughs> oh, I, 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 yes, yeah. mm-hmm. yes, yes, I know, I, I know, it's uh, it's a Extremely difficult, Mm -hmm. but that's where you have to go. Mm -hmm. You have to go to the room, you have to sit there, you have to listen to to talk, Mm -hmm. have to feel. And the mother and child uh, need your wise presence enormously, Mm -hmm. enormously. And and I think it's vital to make as much contact as possible. And just to keep that contact and keep that contact, then and if the sh- the uh, the wall called the social worker can drop away, then 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 some other meeting can take mm. place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. So let's have a quiet minute and I'll give a short reflection. wonderful way. Life is both uh, diverse and also creative and it's rather necessary for us as much as possible in the participation of life that we uh, realize and appreciate the diversity which is going on around and within us and also and equally 
to be creative. Life is constantly, as it were, generating new expressions, new forms, new, uh, uh, new moments. And our engagement with it is to participate in that uh, as well. And what stops and inhibits that is the past, is the habit, is the conditioning. And as uh, the Buddha said, in the links of dependent arising from avijja means not seeing, the tendencies and habits get to be formed. And in the movement of those tendencies and habits, they land in consciousness, they land in the moment in the conscious human being and affect us and then affect what we say, what we do, how we are, the whole mind and body. And sometimes we look at that and we say, let me find ways to cut into that, so to speak, to free oneself up from those habits and conditionings which are having an unhealthy impact upon the present. And in the moment of doing that, then the creativity and the freshness really needs to be explored on a very regular basis. And that calls upon all of us to find what can help make that happen. And so sometimes, as I just mentioning there, the, the ritual, when it's not the habit, becomes the small, call it sacred event, which marks the turning, a turning point there. It's not the answer, but it's saying the old is gone, it's dying, it's dead, it's being buried, it's being moved away, in order that something fresh and new can come in. And we have to know ourselves through our senses. So if, there's an exagger- if it's problematic with one sense door, in this case, um, taste, uh, tongue, inhaling, consuming or whatever, then something creative has to come in that area, but also and equally in the application and the creativity of other areas as well, i.e. the other senses. And to bring that in becomes further steps away from what the old was and what simply was not working. And if we don't, then the old will be the determinant and the determinant will eventually will cause ill health. Rather high price and consequences that, we, that uh, we, we pay. And so if one thing is being let go of in one area, it may require as a bridge for a period of time something else to help cancel it out. In this case it's called the glass of water. Water, of course, is beneficial itself, it's to give encouragement, but it's the symbolic statement and affirmation to one's consciousness of a movement towards something which is away from healthy and away from something which is unhealthy. And the glass of the water is the symbolic act. Each glass of water that one drinks, and one can drink forever and ever, will be non-harmful. The worst will happen is that you'll be pissing far more often during the (laughs) night. But it's better to be pissing far more often in the night than being awake all night with with cancer. And that movement, the symbolic gesture, the symbolic act, we we need, sometimes we need to bring in and affirm for, for us. And if the accompanying development of the other senses, there. And sometimes it will take the effort. And the effort for those who sit at the desk writing a lot, then I know this, if I may say, from first-hand experience here, that how easily there has to be a consciousness there so that at times one has the freedom to move out of the chair and to ensure that one's immediate environment, which is for it to be a loving and supportive place, has to be alcohol and zone free. Not a chance if 
cigarettes are at hand, if the alcohol is at hand, because sometimes we'll feel tired, we'll feel exhausted, we will feel stressed, etc. And the potency of the tendency will move us in that direction. So there has to be some quiet disciplines in the inner life to make things inaccessible. And one's friends and loved ones must uh, give, uh, uh, give support to that. Fortunately, with everything being impermanent, it's a transition period. And it's a transition period until the desire force has started, really feels, to exhaust it itself. And there's not that there's any pleasure in smoking, authentically. No pleasure in the alcohol, actually. What it is that has, one has a strong desire. And what one is looking for is a relief from the desire. So, with smoking, alcohol, and many other forms, it's just two events actually, that what we want is a desire to stop. And so, we, so even if you've got the cigarette in your hand, and the lighter, and the match is there, still the desire is there. And as soon as you go, the relief from the wanting, the, the, the stopping very temporarily of the desire, is what one's seeking. But it's only the sensation of relief from desire is short-lived. And so, whether it's five a day or forty a day, it starts to come back again. And we say, look, is there a way out of this desire? And that means finding some explorations in life, which I said are creative, whether it's the use of imagination, the cultivation of the senses, the recognition of the power of the symbolic act, a glass of water, or whatever. And through that, there's a sense of being able to move on from there. And that will open up the, the creativity. But it's a real, a real practice. And just finally, it's not to... <clears throat> it's not just about health, or about addictions or habits or whatever. I mean, you know, it's the kind of general cultural view. It's about releasing something which is awakening. It's about freeing us up. It's about bringing out something rather beautiful out of the being, which is inhibited by the habit. It's, it's not really doing it because it's good for me to do. It's not doing it because uh, I won't have to pay a health consequence later on in life. Of course, all of those are practical considerations. But the f coming out of these things can give the potential and the possibility for much discovery. And, of course, there are plenty of loads of people who don't smoke and don't drink and still prisoners of habit. So, but we're, so we're still trying to explore the freeing of us up. In situations, as we were hearing, where one is engaged in acts of love and in acts of compassion and responsibilities that go with it, the uh, sensing level, not just with the eyes and the ears, not, but not only what one hears and what one says to another person, but the sensing level at some other deep level really, really matters. And it's to be able to sense and pick up what's in the air. It's almost in the air, not just the person. It's almost in the air, to pick up. And that receptivity and that picking up means it will require from us a certain trust and confidence in finding, it's an exploration, what is the appropriate skillful question to ask. What is it that I need to know? Without putting the person into a contracted position. And therefore it's got to be free from anything remotely judgmental, obviously. Yeah. It's going to take some trust and exploration, definitely. And it's going to take a way of asking the question or, or 
or uh, questions which somehow the person can hear because they do feel that love is going with the question. And every communication which matters to us, there's a kind of dynamic that goes on of exploration, questions, answers, toing and, and froing, and listening to the deepest place possible within oneself. And then something can come through in the way that we ask the question. And, and, and we'll pick up if the person's getting defensive or withdrawing or attacking or, or whatever it might be, then we'll pick it up very, very quickly without putting pressure on the person, find some other avenue, totally different, completely unexpected for the person to see if there's another way of some, um, something emerging which will help the person to feel loved and trusted and ultimately help parent and child. And these are part of you know, the daily dialogues, and Dharma practice and Dharma exploration, that eightfold path that I referred to. You know, it's genuinely about addressing all of these issues. It really is about finding the skillful means to approach wisely and to give wise attention to events. If we keep that exploration alive, no habit, no pattern, no matter what the childhood history and all the psychoanalyzing of it uh, there, etc., etc., that the consciousness has incredible power to free itself from the past. It really has an extraordinary capacity for it. And Dharma teachings are about that kind of waking up. Enough. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Thank you.